Let's do it. Let's talk to Michael Spurgeon, the city manager in Broken Arrow, USA. This is the BA Breakdown. We're here talking live every Tuesday at this time. So if you have questions about Broken Arrow, you live out there and you want to know what's going on, well, tune in first, but we have questions. We can take your questions too. So if you want to join us, Michael, how you doing, buddy? Skylar, I'm doing great. It's, it's uh, as always, it's wonderful to talk to you every week about what's happening in, in uh, Broken Arrow America. I love how you said that. <laughs> well, as a uh, resident of BA and a user of uh, a handful of the parks there, I'm excited to talk about this. You and I kind of touched on it last week, but we spent a lot of time on the Korean War Memorial. So let's go a little deeper here on uh, Elam Park or Elam Park. I'm not sure how to say that. A new park that's planned in South BA. Can you tell us where this would be and kind of what we can expect to see down there? It is called Elam Park, and it is a proposed 50-acre park that's going to be behind the Aspen Creek Elementary, which is off of Florence between Olive and Aspen. Uh, this is some qu- that land the city acquired several years ago, and the city council put together a kid- committee of citizens and staff members to look at a master plan of the park. And I'm very, very pleased to announce that at the last council meeting, the mayor and council approved a contract with Voy Construction to begin phase one of the of the 50-acre park. I'm looking at uh, kind of the head overhead view right now on Google, and I see the school. I see some homes around it. Do you happen to know where a, an entry might be? Would it go past the school or through the neighborhood? Actually, you're going to go in on the west side of the school and use that that um, that basically that roadway that will lead all the way back to the proposed park. So it's actually going to be what I would call to the north or behind the school there. Gotcha. Looking at the uh, kind of the early rendering here, I see uh, some playground equipment, uh, plenty of parking and uh, places just to kind of hang out. What other attractions might be at this park? Well, let's talk about phase one because this is the uh, what is what is reality right now. Then I'll talk a little bit about uh, the future. Uh, phase one is going to include what we're calling a destination playground. It's also going to include what I would call a very passive area. It's going to be a tree grove where folks can come and, and gather for families, have picnics, enjoy the shade. It's going to have sitting areas. It'll have the uh, accompanying restroom facilities, the parking lot, the road, the sidewalks, fencing, and all of the amenities are going to be that will be eventually for the larger park. But we thought we would start with this an amazing destination playground that's going to be one of the kind for the area. We believe that I think it's going to attract uh, so many um, folks to our community and especially our residents to, uh, to to the park. And then that will build the momentum that we believe that in 2027, um, I'm, I'm pretty confident that the council members are going to want to put, put for, before the voters a larger project that could include a community center, a splash pad, some open areas that are developed, walking trails, the traditional tennis court, sand volleyball, basketball, maybe even the pickleball, could even include a skate park, uh, some water gardens, and so much, much more. And so uh, we're hopeful that this phase one will be the will be the beginning of a, of a master plan park, not only for that part of our community, but just another great amenity that uh, Broken Errands will now have at their for their disposable for pa- both passive and active recreation. You mentioned Voy Construction, uh, and I like the way it was written on the uh, city's Facebook post. Our KRMG listeners like to know where their tax dollars are being used, and the post says that they submitted the lowest responsible bid, $4.3 million. Can you take me just kind of quickly through how that works? So I'm guessing cheaper bids came in, but you're not just going to pick the lowest because you're not going to get the quality. Well, actually, we have an engineer that puts uh, within the, the engineering construction department and our consultant, they put together an engineer's estimate 
based on all the improvements that we've put out to bid. And then there are sealed bids that are submitted uh, by those that are interested, and then those sealed bids are reviewed by the engineering construction team to determine which one most closely meets the specifications that were prepared as part of the bid package. And then a contract is awarded by the governing body for the for the the company that most closely met uh, those specifications, and that in this case that was Void Construction for for 4.3 million dollars, with the majority of those funds coming from the 2018 general obligation bond package that was approved by voters. And if I could, Skyler, I'd like to mention one more exciting feature of this because the the public's going to be hearing a lot about it. Uh, at the last meeting, we also partnered. Uh, the council approved funding to partner with the Broken Arrow School District to look at a natatorium feasibility study because uh, several years ago, Broken Arrow voters in the school district approved a natatorium to be located in a certain location, and they may be asking voters uh, to actually be able to build that natatorium in another location. And we're trying to determine if there would be a way that the city and the school district could partner on this natatorium and work it into our future plans for Elam Park. So I would just ask everybody to keep a heads up on on that feasibility study and how the two entities could work together to, to create some amazing opportunities for the citizens in the, in the next few years. Let's go north a little bit to the Rose District, where uh, this Saturday, exciting day, the farmer's market season begins. And I, as I understand it, I'm trying to wrap my head around the calendar here, but you can probably help me through it. We're starting back here on Saturdays, but we have a, a second day. Is that going to continue as well? Oh, absolutely. Let's, let's, let's go back in time. And when the market first opened in 2003, which were 20 years, hard to believe, we started with 10 vendors. And I am super excited to announce that this season starts this Saturday, April 1st, no fooling. And we want to make sure that everybody comes out. We have 86 vendors that that, that we have accepted this year. We have space for, for between 50 and 55 vendors. And we're going to rotate those vendors uh, based on the crops that they provide throughout the year. And because of the success that we had on Tuesday nights, we're going to be keeping the, the Tuesday evening market. So we'll be open on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And then Tuesdays from 4 to 8 p.m. Because we heard our customers tell us how much they lo- they love that Tuesday night in addition to Saturday. So Broken Arrow, once again, is going to be the place to be for, for the farmer's market. You can't find overall a better place to be on, on either Saturday and on Tuesdays. We encourage everybody to come out. Michael Spurgeon, the Broken Arrow City Manager. This is the BA Breakdown. We'll do it again next Tuesday, just after 5 o'clock. Michael, take care. Take care, Skyler. Have a great week.